Hey, Glenn from Form 55 here. Welcome to episode three of our podcast in which I talk to the people behind the most interesting projects, products, and ideas to find out more about the creative process behind them. Don't change for me. I like you just the way you are now. Since 1999, San Francisco-based branding and design agency Character has helped launch, rejuvenate and propel some of the most exciting tech products and startups like Oculus VR, Plume Wi-Fi and the Light Camera. Today, I have the pleasure of talking to Character co-founder and creative director Ben Pham about designing the brand for Andy Rubin's latest project, Essential. Thanks for taking the time, Ben. My pleasure, Glenn. I'm a huge fan of Form 55, so it's an honor to be on. So perhaps we'll start the conversation with just tell us a little bit about your role a character, maybe even on this project. Yeah, I am, I am one of the um, five creative directors at Character. I'm actually one of the two creative directors that, are, um, that we're working on the essential project. And uh, my role as a creative director is that I'm working both on the positioning side of essential and also um, on the brand identity side um, of this project. Maybe for anyone that hasn't heard of essential, you could perhaps you could give us a little intro to what the company is and is planning to do. Well, essential is founded by Andy Rubin. And for those that don't know, Andy Rubin's the inventor of Android, um, the operating system that is in the majority of the phones that are not iPhones, right? So most of the Samsungs and um, phones of the world um, uses Android. And, um, And essential, what they're doing is rethinking the way we as consumers, um, our relationship with technology companies and the, the first product that they're coming out with is a, a phone that's a little different than um, the phones of the past. But also they're looking at products that can be in your home that is centered around the consumer experience and the users. So for, for this project that we're going to talk about today, I guess the focus will probably be on their first consumer product, the phone, because that's what they're launching with. And I presume that's probably the product that you most likely were thinking about when you started the branding project for them. What was the brief like for the, for the project? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, Annie brought us to Playground, his, his company that is incubating a lot of interesting, innovative technology companies. And um, when he brought us in the room, he told us that simply he didn't like the um, current state of technology, you know, one of the things he asked us was um, when we bought our phones, you know, our new phones, what was our process like, you know, and we, we told them we went on to Apple, um, we selected the carrier and the selected our phone. And, and he asked us, did we ever question why we had to select a carrier up front before purchasing a phone? Because essentially, this our phone. Why does it have to be linked to a specific carrier, right? So um, the, the the conversation led to the fact that you know, do we as consumer know that we in many ways have a lot of options out there, but have less and less choice as consumers, and um, 
We have more unnecessary features that are cluttering our life. And all these products that don't always work with one another or work with other carriers. So in many ways, you know, he really stressed that this is essentials about a company that is giving people choice, right? And uh, the brief was to, which is really cool, is to help position and, and craft the brand for this new company, his new company, Essential. And, and you're right, the first product that has been released and has been announced um, is the phone. And you briefly mentioned the, the part of the brief was the positioning of the brand. I mean, that's an that's a interesting challenge in such a busy market as the, the, the cell phone or mobile phone market. Where, or how, did, how did you even start trying to find uh, yeah, that sweet spot where the brand could sit to differentiate itself from all these other brands? Right. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. There's definitely a lot of phones out there, right? And some very big players with deep pockets that can really go out there and engage a, a, a consumer. And to be honest with you, Glenn, is like for us, you know, we always find it to be actually a bit easier to position a company in a, in a crowded space than um, position a, a, a product or a company in, in an entirely new category. Part of it is because we, we know that with a crowded market, you, you know, you, you have the advantage of taking a step back, surveying the competitive landscape, finding gaps, opportunities, or what you were referencing, sweet spots, right? That, um, that we can actually get our clients to own. And um, to be honest with you, it's, it's much easier than, 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 than with new markets. And, um, and I can give you an example, like, you know, it's, it's much tougher with some of the new markets. Like a couple of years ago, um, we had a launch, um, a, a company called Think, and it's a wearable device that you wear around your temple that can actually alter your mood from being calm to giving you a sense of being energized using neurostimulation. So this basically is a new frontier, a new market. <laughs> so, so we didn't have any point of reference, right? So it's, it's actually like we have to establish that market, get people to understand what this is about. And, and um, so that was actually much more challenging than, than with Essential. The actual phone or the pictures that I've seen of the phone don't, they're sort of like an unbranded product. I guess that's a part of the, the idea perhaps, but how do you create a brand for an unbranded product? Where do you, yeah, where do you start with that? You know, it's funny, you know, as, as you know, as designers, we know, we always want to see our work to be on everything that our, our clients put out there in the world. You know, so we can tell our friends and our family, look, check it out. This is what I created, right? Or part of, um, be part of the team that created this. So there's always a nice satisfaction to see it. 
But, you know, um, the challenge here was that, and I tell this to many of our young, our young designers, so they're not disappointed when they're seeing all the hard work not appear on everything that our client uh, is making. And in this case, the, the, the big product is the phone. And not to see your identity on that phone is, is, is quite, quite hard. But many of the designers are coming straight out of school that are entering character you know, we tell them that, you know, you, you you don't always have the experience to know what the brand is and and really tell them that what we create visually or craft verbally is not always the brand, right? The decisions that our, our clients are making and how people will perceive them in many ways, that's the actual brand itself, right? So you're right, essential deciding um, on not to brand their phones in many ways, making a statement about who they are, right? And going back to some of the, the, the things that we're doing from a strategy standpoint, this is really about people, you know, less about the company that's making their phones. And that's what really we felt was a way for Essential to differentiate themselves from the competitors which is really getting people to own the brand and it's not the brand that's owning the people. I think that leads on to a nice quote that I read that apparently, um, I think he's maybe the technical or the product director at Essential, Jason Keats. He wrote, Ruben wants the Essential phone to clearly and emphatically state that the person carrying it isn't won over by marketing, isn't a fanboy, isn't driven by trends. Maybe that sort of almost aligns with what you were just saying. That that's, that's, that's a good quote, you know. And I and I think like Jason knows um, Andy pretty well. He's worked with them for many many years, um, you know. And I, I I must say that there is definitely a lot of truth to that, you know. And that's that's part of the positioning and 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 making a brand that is centered around people. And if it, we're really centered around people, we, we shouldn't cloud their judgment with like um, marketing, you know. We don't want people to be fanboys. Uh, we want them to make a decision based on, is this the right product for me? Is this a product that I actually own rather than being tied to, um, let's say a carrier or having bloated apps already installed in my 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 phone um, but you know um, to to Andy's defense he is you know he he does believe on in marketing you know he does believe in trend um, you know and he's one of the founders that we have worked with um, in the past that really love design. He knows about kerning of type. He can look at stuff. It's like, hey, can you guys fix that kerning? You know, he you can probably identify typeface just by by showing him a few. So he does really love design. But the thing is, he asks us not to use design to um, um, potentially clout somebody's judgment on when they're evaluating the product. And um, so it's, it's an interesting conversation um, that we had at the beginning, which really drove some of our, our how we are positioning um, Essential. I think that's evident in the design, that, or at least the elements that I've seen. So how does the character team 
work on a project like this you've touched on some of the younger designers that come into the company how, how they might be disappointed if some of their work might not be shown but what kind of team do you put together for a project like this a character from a team standpoint um you know we you know andy was one of our first clients right at character when we started 1999 andy started danger research that same year and then he moved on to um, creating Android, and we were tapped into creating the Android identity to his bakery, to his incubator. So, so we we know Andy pretty well, and he knows he 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 wants to work with a team that understands him. So that's part of the reasons why we we put two of um, myself and one of the other founders um, to be part of the team because we've been working with him from day one. And then we have a supporting cast of really amazing, talented designers, but, you know, we can brief them because we know exactly what Andy's looking for. Um, so we can kind of many ways cut away the, like, just like the idea of finding a, a, a wealth of ideas and solutions and get really focused on the ones that make the most sense for Andy and his new company. How do you think the brand the essential brand not not from a product or technological standpoint but how do you think the brand will have to evolve in in the future like where do you see it going do you already plan that in yeah yeah and you know we as much as we try to plan everything i think you know one one of the things that we talk to a lot of our clients about is to make sure that they they they, they come up with a mission and an inner vision and no matter what happens within the marketplace, um, um, stay on course, right? That's something that's an unwavering belief that they have and they shouldn't change it based on um, any new products or, or, or trends or anything like that. And if we think about essential um, is centered around people and giving people choice and really cutting out, cutting out the um, clutter and giving people essentially what they actually need, then, then it's, it comes back to some of the ideas um, from a positioning standpoint. This should be a brand about people, meaning how do we get people to feel ownership over the essential brand? If, if Essential is not going to go out there to the world and say, this is our brand and giving people ownership over that brand, how do, what does that look like? And that's some of the things that we're working on that we're excited about that, you know, could um, could be real um, in the future. Um, but really, the, the, the course is to give people a voice so potentially they can log onto the site give suggestion on how to improve this product and that the essential can then meet that requirement. So what's the what's next for character at the moment? Are there any exciting projects that you can talk about that are coming up? Yeah, absolutely. I think like from a project standpoint, I think you know we're we're pretty excited about some of the upcoming opportunities, you know. One of the areas that we're really interested in that um you know, it, it wasn't necessarily sexy at the beginning, but based on working with some of these new companies that are, are, are changing the world, are, it's life science. 
Um, life science is, is an interesting space for us. We recently launched a company called Grail, and it's an early cancer detection um, company. And it's, uh, you know, they're really well funded. I think they, they made a lot of news because they, I think they got close to $2 billion in Series A funding. Because this is pretty, this is the closest we've ever been to potentially finding a way to, um, to um, detect um, cancer early enough where it can be treated, right? And we're like, oh my God, can you imagine working on a project like this and it can happen in your lifetime? You're like, oh my God. It's so cool, right? And then, uh, and then you know, we we've been doing a lot of technology companies, and um, and we love enjoy working on them, but we kind of want to go back to some of our roots. And on our roots, um, we're working with a lot of consumer lifestyle brands, um, such as the Nikes of the world. But but so right now we're working on a big um, repositioning uh, and and uh, rebranding of Reebok. Super, super smart, amazing products, and it's not getting enough love right now. So we're kind of working through that right now. Well, thanks very much for taking the time to talk to me, Ben. Yeah, my pleasure. To find out more about Ben, character, and their work, go and visit farm55.com. There you'll also be able to find the music video for the background track that you've been hearing, which is by Kamaliza and it's called Zanzibar. Go and check it out. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple iTunes or SoundCloud. And you can always get in touch via Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. If you have any ideas for future episodes or if you want to get in touch about an interesting project that you've been working on. See you next time.